0: ...mining operations wasn't without its risks. During World War I, labor disputes in the mining towns of the Verde Valley had resulted in several deadly collisions between area peace officers and members of the local workforce. On the afternoon of Tuesday, July 16, 1918, 63-year-old James Lowry, a former Yavapai County sheriff, was working as a deputy at the United Verde Extension Mine in the community of Verde, when he was shot and killed by a man named Porfidio Hernandez during a labor dispute. Hernandez was killed three days later in a shootout with Coconino County Deputy Sheriff Frank Dickinson. Thus, when Jim Roberts left home on the morning of June 21, 1928, it wasn't merely out of habit that he packed his Colt 45. Just before 11 a.m. while Roberts made his rounds, two armed men, later identified as Willard Forrester and Earl Nelson, walked into the Clarkdale branch of the Bank of Arizona, pulled out their guns, and within a few short minutes had stuffed $40,000 in cash in a burlap sack. The bandits then herded manager David O. Saunders and his staff into the vault, and would have sealed them inside if not for Saunders' pleas. You have robbery on your hands now, Saunders told them. To lock these people in that vault will mean murder. No man can live in there five minutes." Forrester and Nelson finally relented and only shut the auxiliary door before rushing outside with their bag full of stolen cash. Out on the street, Forrester and Nelson jumped into a 1927 four-door Chrysler Model 60 touring sedan with a convertible roof. Forrester threw the car into gear, stepped on the gas, and the outlaws were soon headed north on Main Street. That's when the shooting started. Before the bank's front door slammed shut, Saunders managed to unlatch the auxiliary door, then grabbed a 45 caliber automatic pistol and ran out onto the sidewalk. As the Chrysler reached the corner of the T.F. Miller store, Saunders fired off two rapid shots. Both rounds went wild. One of the plucky bankers' lead slugs flew down the street passed through Clarkdale's Santa Fe Railroad Station house, and ricocheted off of telegrapher Lee Snyder's pocket watch, and then slapped against the chest of Mr. Omar Twitty. Neither man was seriously injured. As soon as Jim Roberts saw Saunders with a gun in his hand, yelling something about the bank being robbed, he sprang into action. Roberts would later recall that Nelson spotted him right away and banged off five quick shots in his direction, If the 21-year-old bandit thought he'd put a scare into the old man, he was dead wrong. Roberts didn't flinch. Instead, he calmly pulled out his well-worn Colt single-action revolver, thumbed back the hammer, and took aim. Roberts would tell a coroner's jury what happened next. I pulled down on the fella at the wheel and fired three shots. The car had about reached the rear of Miller's store when it swerved to the left struck a guy wire on a telephone pole and brought up at the corner of the new high school building. Forrester's Chrysler could move pretty fast, but not fast enough to outrun a 200-grain lead slug from Robert's six-gun. One of the lawman's three caliber balls tore through Forrester's head, lodged in his brain, and killed him instantly. After the sedan slammed into the local high school, Nelson, who was splattered with his partner's blood, attempted to make a run for it. Moments later, he was apprehended by a pair of citizens who turned the bank robber over to Uncle Jim. The following day, the Verde Copper News would report the results of the coroner's inquest in the killing of Willard Forrester by Clockdale's aging peace officer, finding that the shooting was justified and it was done in the discharge of duty. Nelson and Forrester had planned their heist for several weeks, stockpiling an arsenal of firearms, including a rifle, two shotguns, and several pistols, along with roofing nails which they intended to spread on the roads to slow down any pursuers. Forrester, who had been arrested in Yavapai County on a number of other occasions, and had served time for automobile theft in Nebraska, had even dyed his hair red. In October of 1928, Nelson was sentenced to serve 30 to 40 years in the Arizona State Penitentiary. The court is very generous with my time, Nelson declared when he learned his fate. According to some accounts, when Roberts returned home for lunch that afternoon, he said nothing to his wife Jenny about having shot and killed a bank robber that morning. There was a little trouble downtown, was all that Roberts allegedly told her. In the years that followed, Roberts continued to serve as a special officer for the United Verde Copper Company. The Avapai County Deputy Sheriff was still on duty the night of January 8, 1934, when he suffered...